guys, welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight, we will be reviewing that, I think, cult classic, if well, you may. Well, it's not a cult classic, but it's a, it's a good one. We think it's a classic. <laughs> Which is um, called Love at First Bite. It's a 1979 American yeah. comedy horror film. Yeah, at the time we were trying to figure out if we should do Love at First Bite or um, Love Bites. I wasn't sure, and but this one has more information to go yeah. on, so we're going to use this one for now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm putting your blood. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, yeah, so who stars in it? Uh, Aha, well, it. now, I'll go through the producer's director's stuff first, then roll into the cast. Yeah. Okay, this is produced by Joel Freeman. Ooh. Directed by Stan Dragotti. 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 And actually, I'll have a bit of a story about him later. Oh, cool. Uh, and written by a Robert Kaufman. Mm. Now, budget was three mil. Mm. Box office to about 44 mil. Now, mm. hold this in mind. It was popular at the box office. Yeah, and it's considered and no, still no, a no, most popular no, no, movie. No, no, well, that's not where I was heading. Mm. It was popular at the box office. But the reviews were unsavoury. Go figure it. Do the reviewers know what they're talking about? Quite possibly not. not. Mm. Now, the cast. I won't go through every one of them, but the, the main cast are as follows. Right. George Hamilton plays Count Vladimir Dracula. Yeah. Mm. Susan St. James, pretty little thing, plays Cindy Sondheim. Yeah, she's very pretty. Uh, now, Richard Benjamin plays a Dr. Jeffrey Rosenberg, okay, who, who had changed his name from Van Helsing. Surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> um, now, um, I won't go for too many more. There's two more here. Yeah. Dick Sean plays a police um, lieutenant, lieutenant who, re- you know, who thinks um, Richard Benjamin is a nutcase and then finally realises there might be a vampire hanging around. Uh-huh. Uh, and Artie Johnson. Now, he's a comic from way back when. Now, some of the old guys might have remember, remembered uh, things like Laugh-In and stuff. Now, Artie Johnson and some of the other guys were on that show. And that's when I first saw Artie mm-hmm. Johnson. He was funny back then. I don't know if he's still around. I haven't mm. checked his, uh, his details. But, yeah, he did quite well. And from what Sarah told me, he copied... Uh, Artie Johnson copied the original Todd Browning's version of Dracula with Bela Gossi in it mm. and copied uh, Dwight Fry's version of Renfield when he was trying to get a personality for this. So mm. there you go. That's what you call one dedicated SAB. No. Uh, um, <laughs> and yeah, the rest of them I don't care about. Oh, no. I will admit, Isabel Sanford. She plays Judge R. Thomas. She is a joy to behold, and she puts the white guys back in their place. Now, yeah, really another good. thing about <laughs> this movie, apart from um, her, Isabel, um, there is like they made a at the end of the credits, they made a, um, a special credits for all cameo appearances. Yeah, and, and obviously they don't mean too much to me, but they might mean something to people in America. Mm, exactly yeah. so. Like news broadcasters and different things, and you know, other people and stuff. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, irrespective. Now, we're going to roll in this in a minute. Do you mm. want to say anything before you start doing the yeah, plot? Yeah, um, you may know this from watching the uh, movie. Some of you guys who have gone to the actual movie and think, well, you heard the song. Um, this song, the theatrical song called um, well, I, like the night, the, the, I Love the Nightlife. By Alicia Bridges, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just so you guys know before I begin, the... Fe- the 
the move the song was ne- was was in the movie itself at the theater. It was in the movie itself, but when it came to DVDs, videos, mm. and releases, and on television releases, it, they changed the song. Um, they changed mm. the song because they had some licensing problems. Because they didn't get permission to use yeah. the song. And when Ooh. it came when it came time for people to buy the video or DVD, the audiences were really annoyed with them. Well, because they put a different tune on there. But now I think later releases have yeah. the um, Blu-ray. Um, they yeah. kind of the, released it the original song on there, so yeah. everyone's as happy as intended. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so maybe. They, Got to stage where uh, they, they they cut a deal and whatever and yeah, yeah well, whatever yeah well they could afford it now. well they can now and made forty something million on it didn't they yeah, yeah. true yeah. true so I'll dive into the movie now splash yes so it starts with Dracula living in Transylvania or Romania or wherever or whoever and he gets the news that he's told to evict he's evicted from his own home meaning these guys want to turn his home into a gym for their athletes for or the sports Olympics. Camp. A sports camp type gym, training yeah. facility, yeah. Mm. Mm. So they tell him to take his... Take his coffin and yeah. bugger off, yeah, yeah. pretty much. And his buggy to friend. <laughs> and his buggy to friend. His buggy to friend. That's not very nice. Yeah. That's being very personal. Renfield is yeah. there and he's trying such a hard to keep his spirits up. Yeah. And oh, of course... Spirits. Mm. 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 Yeah, so <laughs> they did end up Leaving America, They're leaving for America, leaving for yeah, America, yeah. where he hopes to capture the heart of his love interest, Cindy. What's the last uh, name? Cindy Sondheim. Yeah, whom he thinks is um, a reincarnation of his old love interest. As he might have been. Hmm? Mostly. He met her several times over the past, what, what yeah. isn't he 700 years old or something? Mm, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he says that the only way mm. he bit both the attempts. Either once or t- or twice. But it didn't it didn't it didn't finalize. It didn't consummate their marriage. Yeah, <laughs> it, it takes three bites to make a vampire. Three bites, you're out. Yeah, but, but, yes, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, he goes to America. There was a bit of problems with um, um, what, what do you call it? Um, hmm? with with delivering. Oh. Renfield, the clever little man he is, uh, put the coffin on the aeroplane and sent it to America. It got to New York fine. Yes. But there was another coffin being picked up at the same time. time. An Afro-American person who was coming back from a different country altogether. So yeah. I don't know how they it got mixed no up. It had no tag that indicate where, where it came from you originally. Know, so well, Artie Johnson picks up the wrong casket and takes this Afro-American gentleman back to the apartment, leaves him in Roxia, and Dracula gets taken down to Harlem yeah. for a, a, fu- um, a funeral ceremony. Yeah, it was a bit of a mm. shock to everyone. <laughs> and and the, 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 you, you got to check the you got to check this priest, this minister out. He yeah. says, "When you's gone, you's gone." And yeah. then Dracula pops pops open the lid and says, "Hello to everybody," and everybody runs out of the room. Yeah, that's it's a, really fun. Yeah, that yeah. guy <laughs> who plays the priest is another famous cameo. Comedy guy who was yeah I've got his list. Of, I don't know his name. Yeah, no, I'm not hold list of everybody in the show because I don't know who's who yeah. with all the cameos. So yes. yeah. All but anyway, irrespective, it, it, it was, was a good fr- side joke. I only one. know yeah. is that four people were cameo appearances. Yeah, it's a good side joke. That that was fun. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Dracula heads to the hotel, gives um, Renfield a slap on the face, telling you, him you idiot, you idiot, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and tells Renfield to go and search for his love interest. And he finds her. Yes, he ends up going to 
um, one of those um, model agencies. Well, yeah, where you work from, yeah. And this is where one of the scenes that comes to mind was when he goes to the reception, he walks past them, and they say... He's dressed really weird, trust me. Mm. No, he said, isn't he the guy from Fantasy Island? Good thought, um, just so you guys know. Um, what's his name, Renfield's name again? Artie Johnson. Artie Johnson was also in some episodes of the Fantasy original Island. Fantasy Island. Yeah. It's yeah. just so, uh, an interesting t- thing to think about. I don't about. think they're implying he was tattooed. I think, no. didn't we see him Fantasy because of his way Just a few yeah, episodes, yeah, 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 like yeah. here and there. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, he eventually convinces the agent to give him the details of where she was, where her, where Cindy was, and thanks to a snake that he has in his lunch. Yeah, he had a little cobra in his lunchbox. That, yeah. that, that's a that's a good icebreaker, isn't it, folks? Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious, and eventually she gives him the details of where she was. Li- Having a photo shoot and stuff. No, no, doing a photo shoot that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sees her, of course, and like most famous photo shoots, you're not allowed to speak to the model. And the police are keeping everybody away so there's no one to harass her. Yes. But eventually he transforms into a bulldog or. Uh, Yes, I'm not a bulldog, but. Rottweiler? I'm not sure. A big black dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a wolf, as most of you probably might be looking thinking. Isn't that where Agent Ridge back? No, I can't, look, I can't remember. It's a big black dog. Yeah. Anyway, um, he comes up to her, gives her a, um, a licking. He licks like, her ankles and stuff, yeah. Yeah, like any do- hey. ordinary dog. Oh, a lot of females like their ankles licked and their toes sucked and other things. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, anyway. Probably wash their feet, yes, eh? Anyway, um, the policeman who was um, permitting, not permitting people to walk past or animals for that matter, he throws um, Dracula in his do- dog form into <laughs> the, dog the, um, the Pound's vehicle. <laughs> yeah, they're taking you back there. And he, <laughs> he gets back to the motel the next day. Or, and boxes. he said, it wasn't too bad. We had to pay for a license to get out. Yeah, practical <laughs> so jungle, quite, he described it. That was quite it. funny. Yeah. Yes. So he could have just uh, dissipated into uh, some gas and just left the room. But yeah, yeah, at least. Yeah. Save time, save money, mm. so to speak. It's funny. <laughs> true, Another true. side gag, yeah. Mm. Exactly. So eventually he goes out for a drink. and Literally. He, yeah. Mm. And on two false attempts, he was able to get a drunk's yeah, blood yeah, yeah, yeah. and t- takes a sip of him. Yeah, yeah, how he's full. But, but ever seen a drunk Dracula? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, like hiccup, hiccup. <laughs> eventually, yeah. um. He confides to Renfield about how he miss. He wishes that he could be human and feeling like yeah. he hates the, the fact he's wearing tuxedos all the time. He, he says, "I'm tired of looking like a head waiter." Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and he's annoyed that his life is. He does. He misses eating ordinary food and stuff like yeah. that. Something good at spice and enjoying things. Yes. But eventually, Renfield was able to give him some information about his. About Cindy, that where she's going to too. yes, mm. and where she's going to party all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, club she goes to or something. Yeah. Yes, so that he eventually goes there and meets her, and they have this awesome dance number to wait for it. Um, I love the nightlife. Well, these bridges, and it's really good. Yeah, actually, when. Leslie Nielsen did uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. He had a big dance routine too. True, true. 
But this one... Um, well, I like Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, but I do like this one a lot better because it's <laughs> dancing to disco music. Yeah, okay. And it works well if you um, if it looks like something out of a ballroom type dancing. Well, yeah. Well, actually, if you think about it, he's wearing a tuxedo. Yes. And a lot of ballroom dancers would wear a tuxedo or a formal suit when they're dancing. So he didn't look out of place in the club doing the dance routine with yeah. it. Well, it's quite funny, though, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. it's kind of nice. <laughs> Eventually, they consummate for a bit. And what do you mean consummate? Well, for the first time, and they, he was able to bite her on the throat. They and didn't stuff. consummate. They had a, I think they had a cuddle session. You yeah, know, cuddle maybe. and a bit of a slight. Well, maybe biting, a bit of foreplay. But I don't know if they actually got. I think it's more about the sucky, sucky bit instead of putty, putty bit. Yes, yeah. true, true. Mm-hmm. But I think she, they still did it eventually. Well, they, they did eventually, yeah, a couple yes. of times. Yeah. So anyway. Also, she must have known she made a comment to her uh, psychiatrist. He was excellent. He was great. And she was, she was trying to get information from her. Yes. He said, how many times did you do it? And, and, and she thought he was talking about sex. <laughs> But she's actually talking about how many times did he bite her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's well, one or two, two and a half. Oh, I fell asleep, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. So they must have, yes. <laughs> so anyway, she tells her psychiatrist, Jeff um, Rosenberg, whom we discussed is Van Helsing. Yes. Professionally, he changed the name, obviously. We all, well, it, for professional reasons, why the hell would you change it? No one knows what Van Helsing um, well, is. Well, <laughs> um, probably to, re- to make sure your profession is taken literally. <laughs> we'll take him seriously, which people would not. Mm, mm. Yeah. So anyway, he gets the information from her, and it's clearly in, from the scene that he's really taken by her, but he's not serious about a real relationship with her. Yeah, I think I'm sort of maybe in love with you, sort of attitude, uh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, like he's possibly. A, yeah, he's like sexually um, interested in her, obviously. Oh, well, Who wouldn't? She, she's a good-looking lady, yeah, yes. why not, yeah. Anyway, when he finds out that she's um, gotten bitten by, by, a, by her latest fling, or he figures out that she... That she's dating a vampire and he must stop her. Just like his grandpa did. Was he grandfather? Grandfather. Yeah. Grandpa did. Yes. I'll try to. Yeah, so later that night, he and Cindy and Dracula have dinner out together and um, Rosenberg takes out a um, yeah, well, mirror no, and, yeah. and tries <laughs> to prove <coughs> that he's a vampire just yeah. to make him look more stupid. And then, and, and unwittingly, Rosenberg. Says, oh, I got something really powerful here, and he gets out the Star of David, huh. and he says, and 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 he says, what do you think of that? And, and he Dracula says something like, yeah, very nice, whatever. Who didn't care? Oh. Oh, he says, oh, it's the other one. Yeah, oh. see, he didn't have a crucifix out yes. of Star of David. So yeah, He's a total and, and another, another little sight gag. But this Rosenberg mm. guy is always making mistakes. Several mistakes. Yeah, he just keeps <laughs> making mistake after mistake after mistake. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know the difference between a vampire and a werewolf or anything else. Yeah. Yes, so he makes <laughs> several mistakes. Everybody should and know that. Yeah. Cindy gets annoyed and leaves. And later that evening, Dracula pleads with her to let her back into his her life. Yeah, and she relents. And they have um, a brief kiss before he hears a rooster crow. Yeah. <coughs> Which, Which is, is actually <laughs> Renfield doing out the window, trying yes. to give a signal to him wherever and he is. This so, is yeah. my favourite quote, quote in this movie where um, he says he must, fl- Dracula must leave. And Cindy says, wait a minute, we can have a quickie, all that stuff. And Dracula says, no, with you. It's always a longie. <laughs> no, in this word, he says, with you, never a quickie. 
it's always a longie. Yeah, it's always. <laughs> it's my favorite quote. And the next minute, two when lines, before he lines. leaves the room, he says, "Cindy says, um, it's okay for you to use the front door next time you Instead come." Instead of coming through the window here. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I, don't actually, I don't think she really knew how we got on the balcony and didn't even query it. That's yeah. strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that later, I think, I don't know how, and it doesn't really explain it, but I don't care at this point, but I do like the fact that she does accept the fact he's a vampire in this. Well, she does eventually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, there's nothing wrong with vampires. Yes, and I think she is really taken in by him. So anyway, yeah, Dracula heads back cute. to his place and um, Rosenberg tries to go to the police about this vampire oh, yeah, thing, that's really good. but just like, they shut him down, pretty much. Big time. Yeah, and, mm. and he decides to go it alone, so to speak. Yeah, and, so he heads, and as usual, he yeah, goes wrong. Yes, he goes to the hotel where Dracula and Renfield are staying in, and he goes into another room, and he then breaks into Dracula's room and he sets um, the he puts coffin gasol- on fire. He puts gasoline all over <laughs> the coffin and sets fire. Now, I would have actually opened the coffin and pulled the gasoline over Dracula. It would have burnt faster, but yeah, no. Yeah, eventually Renfield calls for security and they... <laughs> They come up there, and, and security guards think Renfield's an naughty guy because he's attacking Rosenberg. So, yeah, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> so yeah, and they drag Rosenberg off. Yeah, yeah, and mm. they eventually we see him a few minutes later in a mental institute. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yeah, well, and of course he's yelling that, uh, ranting and raving that that he's a vampire, all that stuff. Even though you, it's an he, no one will believe him. <laughs> no. No. Was that really going to the house then? Or did he, did he try to shoot him as well with silver bullets? Not until later, later on. Okay, yeah. So anyway, um, Cindy visits mm. him, gets him some ch- um, KFC chicken and all that. Lots of it, in case the other inmates got yeah, upset about it. Yeah, there's a lot it. of project placement in this movie. Yeah, yeah. In this Interesting. Movie. That, I wonder how that happened. Yeah. What if they paid a license fee to the KFC? Maybe, mm. maybe. So anyway... Um, he eventually proposes to her, or not really proposes to Sydney when you think about it. Well, he says, I think we should get married. Isn't yeah, well, he yeah. just says abruptly. Like, yeah, I, th- th- I think I love you, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, he like doesn't that. say that. He just says, marry me. Um, I ha- I'm pretty much um, cool with this, um, even though he's not really serious. He's, yeah, yeah, he's always got this little doubt, and he, he throws another word in like, I really, really love you. I think, yeah, yeah that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah that sort of or, attitude all the way through it. Yeah, even yeah. though he also Maybe. said, I think Cindy says in the scene that you, that, that Ren- Rosenberg always tells her that she doesn't want to marry, get married. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a reverse No, I think he's one to have sex with her without getting, with no commitment. Yeah, that's it. You should not have sex with your patients, guys. Nice. But then again, annoyed. weren't they friends since they were child children? Well, I don't I know. I think they said they know. had a relationship for nine years. Could have been a patient for nine years the way she was. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So anyway, um, so he gets out and of course later on we hear Dracula and Renfield robbing um, a blood bank, <laughs> which I guess is a better alternative than feeding on victims, when you think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So anyway, he, um, they rob it, and it's really funny in this bit because... So 40 gallons of blood was taken or something. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. you can go for a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. I love the scene where um, they when they hit 
the fridge, they see, uh, Renfield says, Master, we hit the jackpot. And he says, only America. Giant, giant disposable bodies. It's like a supermarket. <laughs> His words. And with, of course, with that nice Hungarian accent. Yes, <laughs> and of course, uh, Renfield says, "Oh, d- this will be great when you marry Miss Cindy." Oh, how they danced the night that they bled. His words, just so you know, he was so hilarious. And of course, Dracula ends it by saying, "I propose a toast. Here's blood in your eye." Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, another quick liner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one liner here. And later that night, or maybe later on, I don't know. There's no times. <laughs> well, it's not these things. There's just one big blurb, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. So he meets up with Cindy at the restaurant, and he gives her a beautiful necklace. Oh yeah, and, and this it's got a bat hanging off it or something. Hasn't yeah, it? this yeah, necklace yeah. makes me think of my friend Shannon, who did a neck a similar necklace for my web series, Mina Morris's Diaries web series and that's where I keep I keep I got the idea to use that's a similar necklace for this for my web series yeah mm-hmm. exactly right yes so anyway um she likes the necklace she first thought it's a bat I mean a bird I think it's a bat mm-hmm. but uh-huh. but he says it's a creature of the night it flies all that stuff yeah, you know good. Not a script. Not a script. And Sydney's a little confused about their relationship. Like, she wants to have. She wants to have a relationship, but she's not sure. Because he's been seeing a shrink for so long, he's got us so confused and everything. She wants to have. She's. She likes the idea of dating Dracula, and she wants to be continue having a career and having a what having a a family things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Big, big, big move. Yeah. Big commitment. Yeah. yeah marrying a vampire. And eventually, and Dracula yeah. says, "I can arrange it that you won't never see a wrinkle again." Yeah. She's worried. Yeah. She's worried about her looks and stuff. The going away gradually and yeah. And I guess who comes. To the to the restaurant, um, none other than Renfield, where he says, "I can arrange it, so you can." The second or third um, attempt to kill a vampire, three silver bullets in the heart, and he shoots Dracula right in the heart, in the chest. Yes, he does. <laughs> and this is where he says, "No, Rosabelle, that that's is a for, werewolf." That's for a werewolf. And again, Rosabelle gets pulled, taken, away, taken away back to the institute or the mental institute. And later that night, um, Cindy is resolves that she's finally going to commit to their relationship. I mean, to Dracula's relationship. Drac baby. Yeah, and that's cool. I mean, Dracula seems cool with it. Yeah, no. See, it had, but it had to be her decision to yeah. commit. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to just take her. Yeah, this is not one yeah. of those um, wham, bam, wham, thank you, ma'am, bam, thank yeah. you, ma'am yeah. things. No, this wanted, is, yeah, yeah. For a long-term commitment, yeah. he wanted Unlike to, other Dracula yeah. movies we've seen in the past, where Dracula has more than one yeah, bride... but he wanted to, he he wanted wanted to share the eternity with this woman, who mm-hmm. he loved, not just a plaything. Yes. You see, he's a ni- he's an, he might be a creature of night, but he's a nice guy. Yes. So then, later on, we find out the um, policeman came visiting the... Uh, uh, Rosenberg, Rosenberg, yeah. And... He tells them about the um, blood bank robbery. Forty gallons of blood's been taken, <laughs> and some other people been showing up for some bites on the neck. Yeah, and well, at least all they're not good groovy things. At least folks. they're not dead. I think that well, they said that yeah. they were they were bitten, but they didn't weren't harassed. And they or couldn't killed. remember what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, there's no like there's it, no yeah. harm done in this case. Well, yes, he's a nice vampire. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Yeah, so eventually, um, the policeman gets him gets the Re- Rosenberg, Rosenberg yeah, out, not out, and yeah. they go to Cindy's place, and they get the shock of their life when they see a um a herbal mask on yeah, Cindy's face. <laughs> oh, two ladies, and it's my herbal mask, you know, yeah. Jeffrey. Idiot. <laughs> You've seen it before. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. He's yeah. A, yeah he's a, he's a and she <laughs> says, admits that she's in love with Dracula, and she wants to marry him, and. Rosenberg is so desperately wants to get in there and kill um, Dracula and all that stuff. But they need a, um, what do they call it? Um, a search a, a warrant. A search warrant. Yeah. Yes. So uh, the, the policeman says, look, I know, I know a friendly judge. Not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> That's where this Afro-American lady that's trying to say, he, uh, is the judge uh, and uh, the police guy, the lieutenant, saying, and yeah, we need this man and blah uh, search warrant because yeah, this guy here is doing something. We think he's a vampire, and she goes, yeah, she and she's really cold on him really quick. Yeah, and <laughs> she goes off her chops about roots and 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 yeah. and wants and doesn't want to listen to vampires. Yeah. Stuff. It's honky trash or something or whatever. Yes. White. Yeah. But and and, and um, yeah, it's yeah. all the good stuff. It's just it's coming out, and she really gave me yeah, she good really, lashing. She <laughs> gave them a rip, ripping into them a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Yeah, so no, she did a good job there. Which yeah, is funny. So later that night, they they come back to Sydney's place, and Roseburg breaks into her um, apartment, and she wasn't and, there. And he wasn't there. I mean, Dracula wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, he wasn't there. Yeah. Shame, shame, shame. Yeah. Get, you know, he was getting some plane tickets, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah trying yeah, to con- yeah. continuing to um, rent. Um, Rosenberg continues to rant and rave and say that that she, that he's a vampire, all that stuff, all that crap. <laughs> she when she's anyway. already knew this, and yeah. she loves the man, and she doesn't really care if he's a vampire see, or not. See, see what she didn't. She wasn't biased about him. Or race or religion or anything or mm. being dead or you know, yeah. things eventually <laughs> Renfield appears and tries to take down Rosenberg but fortunately he lets the goose out of the bag or the Ooh. or the what do they call it the cat, the, out, of the the cat out of the bag goose, or goose. goose a goose is a wild goose chase a cat's in the bag okay <laughs> the cat, so he let the cat out of the bag and tells Rosenberg that his master's gone off to get some some airline t- tickets. To go to, we're going to London. Oh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Of course, um, Sydney says, Renfield, why did you tell him? And of course, uh, Roseberg explains that the bad guys always explain what they're going to do next. Yeah, before mm-hmm. they get killed or something, rather. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it always like seems that. interesting in these movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's sort of hmm, yes. fun <laughs> banter going on here. Yeah, yeah wham, bam, bang, bam. So anyway, um, Roseberg eventually takes down Renfield and Sydney too, using it one of those um, drug syringes, probably from the mental. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, he, he came there for a syringe full of some sort of tranquilizer, so they yeah. they knock her out, so he yeah. can spirit her away somewhere. Yeah, without Which, her protesting yeah. too much. So mm. while he spirits her away to the elevator with a few other people in there, yeah. um, there is a blackout, and the elevator's off. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit funny that scene, especially uh, and eventually Dracula arrives. He he gets all the news that that Rosebeck's took and Cindy Cindy, and he must go get her. And he does. 
and eventually does. He um, eventually um, some of the people in the elevator t- um, take out Rosenberg because he was ranting and raving about vampires like you you so didn't they, think. I think the police beat him, beat him up, didn't he? Yeah, he kind <laughs> of gave, did the um, usual cross routine and then... He blessed, they, him, for, he blessed him first, yeah, was, poor little nutty man, and they all beat him up. Yeah, <laughs> and eventually she gets um, um, hoisted up for the manhole, a person hold in the top of the elevator car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Dracula climbs up the rope with her clinging to his back. Yeah, nice, really romantic, <laughs> cool. Anyway, so then anyway, the blackout ends. The elevator is back to working again. Yay! And Rosenberg finally revives himself and eventually meets up with the lieutenant and tells him the big news. And he also goes on the he also meets the um a new, um a news reporter on the streets who was who was interviewing people about the blackout, and he yeah. tells about there's a vampire loose in the city. Lock up the, your wives, yeah, right. your girlfriends, your sweethearts, all that stuff. Even though Dracula is not intentionally going after no, other women not. in this movie, he's he? looking for love. Yes, Aww. kind of idiotic when you think yeah, about this. Yeah, poor old Drac baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he eventually Rosenberg. I saw Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. He was a very nice vampire. Yeah, he this was is a where it comes family to man. And yeah, yeah, this is my favorite scene in the movie, um, where um, Dracula and Sydney get into a taxi, and Rosenberg and and the detective head follow on a police on, bike. On a police a bike. bike. Yeah. So they begin a chase where. Dracula takes control of the t- the cab yeah, using yeah. his mind powers. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it was an interesting chase through through Central Park or yeah. whatever, and then up the cool. local airport, and whatever. And yeah, yeah, they kind of did a few um, <laughs> incredible stunts in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so carry on. Yes, and of course, um, uh, in while on the bike, um, Ren, uh, Rosenberg says that he there's a good chance he loves her. <laughs> a good chance. He still isn't committed. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, even though he's more. I think he's more concerned about her not paying his bill. Uh, yeah, he's so, like a psychiatric uh, consultation yeah, fees. Yeah, a check or mm. something like that. Well, he, he does get one in the end. Yeah, he does. Very shortly. <laughs> so anyway, they eventually arrive at the airport without any problems. <laughs> However, due to Renfield's ineptitude. Mm. And the, the coffin's on the way to Jamaica. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they've got tickets to go to London. Yeah. So at the moment, though, so they change the booking to go to Jamaica. Yeah. And uh, Drag Baby and his lady love miss the plane. Yeah, and he says that there's only one other way to get, get there. there. And it's to turn her into a vampire. She wasn't sure. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Ooh, at first, yeah. she's scared and a little bit um, worried about changing. And then she hears her ex-boyfriend Boyfriend. come for it. Yeah, oh, do is, it, do it now. Yeah, this yeah. is the bit where he says, where her Rosenberg says, Sydney, I'm pretty sure I love you. What am I saying? Of course I love you. I think. I think. Yeah, <laughs> keep going on. Oh, the jokes keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually she does agree and... This bit is pretty interesting. He um, Dracula raises his cloak in divider on the neck, and and of course Rosenberg says the third way of killing a vampire: a wooden stake and he through the heart. He jumps on it, and and, the, and the, there's nothing on the other side of the cloak. Yeah, it's, they're gone. Yeah, it's like uh-huh. they made the disappearance act. Not bad. He should be yeah. a magician, hey. And of yeah. course he says, Sydney, Sydney, 
I come back. I need you. Come back. And, and this it... check floats down <laughs> for all the unpaid. Now, where would a bat have a checkbox? Beats me. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. So eventually he gets And the, how they're the right. Money. They haven't got any fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, Rosenberg and the detective ponder how come Dracula just... What's what was what does Dracula have that they that they don't have? A I mean, cape. Yeah. Makes it look suave and mysterious. Yeah. And elegant and all yeah. that good groovy Rosenberg things. thinks it's a cape that that attracts the attention of other women. women which I doubt. <laughs> well, yeah, you need a personality inside the cape. <laughs> Quite right. And he's a drip. No, Jeffrey yes. is a drip, honestly. And he's eventually a drip. the mm-hmm. lieutenant says to Rosenberg, um, my f- writing a um, well, reading anniversary. anniversary is coming up, and he thought that if he borrowed came the cape, borrowed the cape, he might impress he might his score wife. for the night of his missus. <laughs> yes, and of course he says he'll clean it, make sure he dries, cleans it, and everything, and gives it back to Rosenberg when he's done for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, lovely. And eventually, we we watch them walk away, like um, like um, Humphrey Bogart in in Casablanca. Yeah, they walk away from the yeah yeah it's great. <laughs> A beautiful friendship. <laughs> oh, yes, quite right. Uh, and eventually, we he, we watch um, Sydney and Dracula flying in bat forms into the in, in moonlight. The, I, yeah, can't say the sunset. Because well, moonlight. Yeah, moonlight, yeah. And she's saying, oh, this is not so hard. I think I'm going to love immortality. And he says, there is one disadvantage. We can only live by night. And she says, oh, that's fine with me. I can't get my... Shit the every little seven o'clock anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And then we fade out, obviously. (laughs) And they live happily ever after or whatever. As bats. Yeah, lovely. I think it's a great movie and I think it's a musical. Look, it's a fun comedy. (laughs) It's not a serious movie. Uh, and as is, as horror comedies go, I think it's pretty damn good. I think yeah. so too. <laughs> now, just now, can I talk a little bit about the production part of it? Yeah, this, production this is interesting. Cool. The inspiration for the film came about while George Hamilton was entertaining a screenwriter, Robert Kaufman, with a poolside impression of Bela Lugosi. Cool. And their thoughts turned actually writing the script after that. Mm. And they said, hey, wouldn't it be funny if Dracula was in New York and yada, yada, yada. And hence this script came about. Mm. And, and, and um, getting a bit further down, the director, Stan Dragotti, became attached to the project through Peter Sellers, mm. an acquaintance of Kaufman. So wow, it, it all Peter comes Sellers. in together. Cool. So yeah, Peter Sellers, New Zealand, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so interesting. And Peter Sellers is another one of our favourite actor type yeah, guys. Yeah, another thing about mm. this movie mm. is that it was inspired from... From Bram's, from Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein, that was made yeah. in 1974. Yeah, the way they gave the treatment, so to speak. <laughs> Quite right. Which oh we might dear. review some yes. other time, eventually. Yeah. Actually, getting on to what's it all about the 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 uh, costing to make the movie, about mm. three million to make, uh, and it made a lot of money mm. at the box office. However, as reviewers do. They review it from their own perspective mm. and not on what the population uh, feels. So you've got things like saying, oh, we think it's a crappy movie. 
We think it's a good movie. We think it's a crappy movie. We think it's a good movie. And 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 and, and they're picking it apart like a bunch of trolls half the time. Did they actually see the movie? I, I start to wonder because sometimes I, I wonder whether these reviewers actually take the time to sit down and enjoy a movie mm. instead of ripping it apart. Um, or maybe they just give it... They just focus yeah. more on the job than more on the. Well, um, I don't if think, that, I don't think they enjoy not. movies, honestly. They're, they're just too many. I'm going to rip this part. I don't like that bit there, so that's a negative. I don't. Oh, it's not too bad. Oh, that's a negative. Uh, just to sit back and enjoy the thing as a whole, mm. not a little bit. Yeah. Um, because that's where the problem is. Because after all these reviews, well, you gave them a bad review. Here's yeah. a few accolades. Yeah. Um, back in 1979. At the Saturn Awards, uh, it was put nominated Best Horror Film. Best Writing was nominated for Robert Kaufman. Uh, Best Actor for George Hamilton, and he actually won it. Uh, Best Actress, uh, Susan St. James, who was nominated. Obviously didn't win, but obviously somebody else got gazumped there. Uh, Best Supporting Actor, Artie Johnson, he won it. Uh, Best Makeup, William Tuttle, he won it. The following year, Golden Globes, Best Actor, Musical or Comedy, George Hamilton, nominated. So where did these critics go saying it's a crappy movie? Thanks I've me. got no idea. I have a theory, Mike, <laughs> that I came up with, that they always give the worst reviews to the best movies. <laughs> and the good and reviews the, to the, the bad movies. the good reviews to the <laughs> not so good I've got movies. no idea. But I'm not sure because, it, yeah. I mean, even um, I've looked at um, Fantasy Island, that, that movie, and I try to figure out if it's any good, and it's well, still the new one, the new one, yeah, yeah the we new did, one. Yeah, yeah, and it's as a standalone movie, it's a good movie, but yeah. some people don't like it. Yeah, I still have doubts. Because yeah, they, they're, they're they're referencing it back to the original TV series. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, True. Mm-hmm. it's like comparing uh, Todd Browning's version of Dracula, Bela Lugosi, to a modern day version. Mm-hmm. The modern day version might mm-hmm. be better cinematography, better acting, and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different kettle of fish. Yeah, another thing yes, about yeah. this movie is that in this movie, um, they had the same makeup artist from the original Dracula movie yeah. that was done in 19, 1931. 30, yeah. uh, it was done by William Tuttle. And that's, he must have been getting pretty old by then. He must have, but at least... Um, how many, how many, what year was this? It was done 30... 1931. That's about 30... That's about 50 years later. When he did the makeup for Dracula, he must have been very, very young. Yes, Mm, and it must have um, been a new new change. Well, he must have been... Get get him out of retirement to do the makeup, you know? Mm -hmm. Get him out of the retirement home or something, you know? But But it was um, kind of cool that they brought back some of the um, people who originally worked on it. Well, there. That happens sometimes. And it does explain a lot. Actually, I think they did... Considering it's only three million dollars, it might have been a, a low budget too. So mm. they try to keep it cost down by bringing yeah. other people in who might be interested in it and mm. stuff. And, yeah. and some of these guys might have been doing much work at the time. And yeah, this movie yeah, I, yeah. I read somewhere. This movie is considered is a direct copy of the nineteen seventy one small budget film. Guess what happens to Count Dracula? I'd never seen the movie, but I. I and I don't know if I'll be able to get a copy of it just yet. I find it highly unlikely, but, uh, I mean... Well, I've never seen... Well, if, if, if they hadn't seen it, hmm. 
It's sort of like you know, we were talking about Elvira the other day. Uh-huh. Um, there was a bit of a, a, a legal case about in between her and the and the uh, vampire lady, vampire versus Elvira, and and the vampire lady was saying um, Elvira, yeah, Cassandra, copied her presentation. Well, considering Vampira was a live transmission that wasn't recorded, um, and Elvira would, Cassandra would have been about three or four years old when it was televised, it's highly unlikely she would have even seen Vampira start of stuff to how can she copy her. Mm, true, true. Same as this. I mean, if they didn't see the movie, but it's similar, yeah. well, you know, it's, you know, mm. um, what do you do? Beats me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you go, if any musos out there, 12 bar blues in A. Gee, you got A D E. Mm-hmm. Now, if you played Johnny Be Good and then another song with the same sort of chord structure, um, who wrote the 12 bar blues actual chord structure? I don't know because it's been around for so long. Boogie mm-hmm. Woogie was based on, I think, 12 bar blues. You know, um, how far does it go back? So mm-hmm. you can't say, oh, I made this mine. Yeah, and take legal action on somebody every time you think someone's tried to copy you when they haven't. So mm-hmm. I don't think they copied this. I think they actually wrote the script off their own heads. Mm, true, true. Yeah, so that's just my that's my little event, guys. I hate people sort of, I'm going to sue you, I'm going to get some money out of you. Come on. Well, I don't know rest. if yeah. they sued or anything. Well, they can. They, I mean, they do like legal I just, proceedings. I just said that they, the scenes, yeah. that they claim that it was direct copy. I, it could be. Yeah, I could be wrong. But if you did a direct copy and said the permission, they have grounds for legal action. Mm, true, true. You see, that's why they do it. Um, and mm. I just don't, I just can't understand why And back then, do it. they were making <coughs> Dracula movies by the Gustrel. Yeah, uh, yeah, Bushel. Bush, Bushel, Bushel, uh, Gallon, ki- Kilo, uh, Kilo or, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, so, hmm. yeah, yes. If you didn't do it, it's not yours. It's only similar. Tough. Go hmm. away. Yeah. Yes. Now, hmm. there was talks there was going to be a sequel at one stage. Uh, never got off. Um, hmm. It had a had the synopsis, everything else, but hmm. and even back in 2009, not talking about it. And, no. Nah, Mm. Uh, so at this late stage, I don't think there's going to be a sequel. Yeah, mm. I gotta admit though, it would be interesting. But th- I guess in this time of life, th- it's always good just to be or a standalone. Death. Or, death. or death. It's always good to just be a standalone <laughs> movie. It's uh, good. Th- most of these guys won't may not agree with me, but standalones are always go- are the best way to go. Well, I agree. I mean, if the sequel's going to be made, it's got to be as good as. Or if not better than the first one, making a lame second movie just to try and milk it for what it's worth, don't bother because people aren't going to like it. Hmm. Uh, you know, they, it means it's, you might some people might like it, but you don't milk something until it's dead. I mean, look look at the old Universal Studios, right? Hmm. They did so many Dracula movies and so many Frankenstein movies. Okay, we're not going to do them anymore. We did so many, and they said we're not going to do anymore, and that's they passed them over to. Abbott and Costello, and they made him into comedies. Hmm. Uh, the Universal Studios said, that's it. That's our cut-off date. Hmm. And that's how they should do it. Hmm. When things are going fine and strong, we've still got good, fresh ideas, leave it hmm. before it gets stale. Mm-hmm. And that's what Universal Studios did. They hmm. kept it fresh. Now, hmm. do you want to do a rating now? Oh, yes, please. Okay, how do you rate this movie, Mike? got to be a nine. got to be a nine. you got to be a nine. Nine, nine, nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think hmm. I'll give it a nine and a half um, out of ten to myself. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I, I do go on a bit sometimes, but I do get a, uh, I, I do have some strong views on some things. And mm. if I'm annoying anybody out there, I'm sorry. But you know, yeah. the industry is really hard sometimes, and it's wrong sometimes. And yeah, it's just that they yeah. keep. I don't even know how. I know I'm not, I know I'm an amateur when it comes to reviewing some stuff, but I just feel like like reviewers um get it the wrong way when you have to. Yeah. I mean, aren't you supposed to not just um say nasty things, but you have to praise it for good things too? Exactly right. I mean, you you have a court of law, and you're innocent until proven guilty. Hmm. Now, with a reviewer, you would think it's a good movie and. Unless proven otherwise, it's not. Oh, it's a bad movie unless you can prove to me it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. No, let's go for positive outlook before they review it, and then say, oh, all these are the weak bits. Not saying, well, we look for a couple of strong bits which happen to click into what they want to see, um, because. Mm. The, the reviewer might not like a horror movie or a, ho- a, co- a comedy horror. They might like a drama. Mm. So they're not going to give a good review, are they? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not fair. So, yeah, I don't like the reviewers. That's why I don't go by most of the written reviews on online or in newspapers because that's from their perspective only. I go by mine, and some things, some movies have been really bagged terribly. Fl- I've liked. Mm. So I say, use your own judgment, guys. Don't even listen to us. I wouldn't listen to me. I'm a fool. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, guys. If you guys don't want to listen to, um, to to and believe most of our opinions, that's all right. We won't well, yeah, hold well, yeah, against everyone's you. Everyone's entitled their own opinion. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Don't believe all the reviewers because the reviewers are doing it from their own personal perspective. I try. Well, Sarah and I try to be fair yeah. and say. It's got some good bits and some bad bits. We yeah. try, to, try to bring out the good bits in it. Yeah, I once had a reviewer, I won't name names, but he kind of said nasty stuff and he didn't um, so much as give me an inch. I mean, he said things like, oh, it's this and that and that and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and he says that, um, and then way to the end, he says, I hope that your film career continues to grow well, <laughs> even though. Oh, well, yeah, your, your, your critique on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a milk, it was a sour yeah. but But, but had a good sour. positive close. You know, yeah. he, he, he was really nasty yeah. and caustic, yeah. but he said, there's just some good bits in there, yeah. and, he ho- and he hopes to but see good work from it. It yeah. didn't have very many yeah. good bits. It just mentioned um, how many bad things you can notice yeah, in he, a film. Yeah, he focused for yeah, he focused on the bad things. And it, but still gave you positive at the end of it. Yeah, but you always tell me, Mike, in the past, whenever we write a review, um, to start off um, with positive positives, and then yeah. weed into the um, negative. Uh, a little yeah, bit. and find any if there are any negatives creep in. Say, well, we didn't like it, or um, there was a problem yeah. here. I seem to remember, yeah, but yeah. you recall, it's like have a sandwich, the sandwich theory. Yeah, it's a sandwich. Look, yeah, yeah. When, you, when you're having a discussion about something and you're doing a presentation, you do a hamburger approach. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you start off with your okay, uh, your big opening, which is uh, you say what's going on, with a couple of positives maybe. Then you go into some negative, nasty crap, and you do a summary at the end to bring it all back and tie it up nice and neat and tidy. So you say positive. Bring in some negatives, but end on a positive. Hmm. And that's it. And that's how you do it. It's an, an opening, guts and closing, like in a debate. It's the same thing. Hmm. You can't just go, oh, here's horrible, nice, 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 and leave it dangling. 
You can't do that. It's wrong. It's just yeah, yeah. it is wrong. I gotta admit though, mm. if there is a book on reviewing, they should. Just to read it. They should. Um, there must be um something in there that's saying just to include both the good as well as the bad. You know, like in a debate, you, you know, some of you guys out there might have seen a debate or been on a debating team. You go out there and you do a for and against. You don't say against, 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 against because it's it's weighted to one side. Uh, and that's what all these reviewers do. They're not debating. They're saying, I'm against it, I hate it. And if they're the reviewer, mm. well, that's it. And people read it and they don't go to the pictures. They don't go to the theatre to see the movie. And they, they can, And some of the trolls out there, they'll try to sink it before it even gets to the theatre. So, yeah. I'm sorry. It's yeah, not really good. It does. That's another thing. I don't understand why whenever I look at a, a review... Before a movie even begins, technically, they start reviewing the movie before it hits the big yeah, screen. Yeah, based on uh, what they've heard, hearsay, maybe a teaser trailer might have stuck out. Oh, I don't like the trailer. Well, I'm sorry. Why don't you wait for the movie to come out before you give it a, uh, a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to keep, um, well, trying to keep away from trailers these days mostly because to avoid unexpected surprises yeah and actually sometimes the trailer is the best part of some movies too i mean some all the good bits from the trailer when you watch the movie well where's the rest of the story you know, yeah, yeah i mean i watched yeah. the trailer once a while back and it revealed so much of the story is yeah no surprises left yeah it was leaving too much to the viewer to work out the story you don't need to go to see the movie then yeah yeah so no, it was a bit of a disappointment. Anyway, that's enough. We're, 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 we're grumbling about things too yeah, much sorry. now. It's supposed to be happy and fun, folks. And yes, <laughs> although it's a very good learning experience yeah, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So, anyone, this is... I, this is a good view. I, look, I don't know whether you can get it on Amazon or eBay. I haven't checked. But well, I'm pretty sure you can get it still. If not... You know, try to do it the right way first. Go to your local shops, buy a copy, rent a copy, go online, try to buy a copy. If you can't, yeah, you might be able to pick it up as a torrent. Uh, it's really, really good movie to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael Stevenson. Wishing you... Um, a Merry um, Christmas. No, no, it's not Christmas. <laughs> it's only July, sorry. Oh, Christmas in July. Yay. Yay. Oh, sorry. So <laughs> we're wishing you um, uh, all the best this week and yeah. hopefully we'll see you guys or Here, talk to you talk guys to you, very you. soon yeah bye Sounds guys like a plan bye